Today, grocery shopping on a budget and the most important money lesson to teach the kids. This is the Seven Figures Podcast, smart money strategies for women with Sandy Waters. Seven Figures is brought to you by Advantage Federal Credit Union. Let the equity in your home work to your advantage with an introductory rate of 1.25% with a home equity line of credit from Advantage. Equal housing lender, member NCUA. Congratulations, you made it another week. Cheers little victories in life we need to celebrate. And for some of you, you are doing a lot. There's a lot going on. So the weekend, it feels nice that it's here. Okay. On Fridays, CFP Erica Cummings from the Harmony Financial Wellness Group at RBC Wealth Management is on the radio morning show with us. And today I thought we'd focus on, gosh, how much we're spending at the grocery store. And if there's any tips Erica can help us with. Plus, We've said it before, this is the perfect opportunity to start talking with the kids about money. Best thing that we can teach them right now, Erica has a whole series on this. Here's the conversation from this morning. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. The other day, my last weekend, my husband gets home from the grocery store mm-hmm. and he's like, uh, don't look at the receipt. <laughs> yeah. Because you'll pass out. And I'm like, oh my God, meat prices are freaking nuts yeah, it is yeah 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 this you know the the pandemic has brought so so many things to us over the past few months mm-hmm. um, and you know one of the biggest things is this you know we've seen just changes across the board in price movement so it's been unusual so we've obviously seen declines in things like gasoline and apparel places you can't go to shop We're seeing huge sales online, but then there are exceptionally rising costs in food. And we've seen that all over the past couple months. And unfortunately, that's probably not going to change in the near future. And Mm. it's caused mainly over the last couple of months. It's been because of just massive disruptions across the entire food supply chain. So we've seen, um, it's not the fact that we don't have enough food, it's the fact that especially from on the agricultural side, the, it's currently unable to deliver when and where we needed the food. And so we have a shortage of labor. And then as we open, you're going to start to see everyone having to adjust to making things safer. So there's going to be an exceptional amount of money. We've seen this at supermarkets already with the plexiglass shields and all yeah. the different things that all the supermarkets so- have done. It's not necessarily, even though we get home from the grocery store and we feel like that store is Gouge raising its you. prices because, yeah, yeah. Gouge, price gouging. Mm. So it's not yeah. necessarily that. It really is truly it's supply It's not that demand. at all. Yeah. The only thing that was mentioned at one point was in California, we had there was an exceptionally huge price increase in eggs. And so maybe there was some price gouging there, but the government's pretty quick to get on top of that. We see that with every single hurricane or major um, environmental yeah. disaster that, you know, gasoline prices, they keep a really good eye on that. But it, you, it's really because you have to think about how many steps along the way it takes yeah. to get a piece of meat or a, a, a loaf of bread or lettuce or anything to get from where it begins to where it ends. And we've had so many surges in demand in different things. So let's Remember, we started out where, for some reason, coronavirus was equated to toilet paper shortages. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> and 
you know, then yeah, all of a sudden was, right. we went hoarding for everything we possibly could get our hands on. And if you think about what, where we're seeing the, the price increases, it's really in the foods that, that were considered to be either freezable or that were considered to be longer lasting. So yeah. that's why you're seeing, um, you're actually, believe it or not, fruits and vegetables haven't increased that much because mm-hmm. we actually stopped buying them because if you were going to the grocery store only once every couple of weeks, people were buying frozen or they were buying canned yeah. mm. or they were just not buying them and or finding it- other ways. Are there tips that you give that you're giving your clients like grocery shopping on a budget type tips that you can give us? Yeah. So now that we're getting ready to be able to maybe be a little bit more mobile and, um, you know, not feeling as if we have to just pick one store, go one time every couple of weeks, you can definitely shop around. There's no question that if you look at different grocery stores at different times, they're running different, different pricing. And so you can, if you have the time. Uh, certainly shop around, shop local. This is awesome timing because mm. all of our uh, different uh, farm markets are opening up. And in the Rochester area, you can pretty much find one every day. Yeah. So um, and I know in Victor, for example, where we live, it, it, there's uh, it's every Wednesday. So you really, this is when you start to see some of the best produce coming out and you can, you know, buy local support, local farms, um, you know, buy, pick up frozen first. So if you can get things that are frozen or you can get things that, for example, I love doing this. When you see that meat is, if if there's meat available, yeah. uh, that it's kind of, it's on the way out. So there, it's getting towards its end of expiration. Freeze oh, it. come on. I always buy the red label ones, you know, oh, the, yeah, the buy, buy, and, buy or freeze, baby. Buy and freeze. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously the other thing too is if you can we've said this before, just avoid buying the convenience type items. So the bag things, things that are already cut up for you, because mm. there you're going to be paying for not only the fact that the actual produce or whatever it is that was coming in was more expensive for them to obtain, but now they're paying someone to cut it up for you. Mm. So yeah. You're just going to be paying for that extra work. Mm. So, um, okay. And also buy in bulk when you can always buy in bulk with you can you really have to look at your budget less weekly and more on a on a grander scale now so it may seem really hard to go to a bj's or a costco and and spend that kind of money but just remember if you spread it out over the month you'll end up uh, usually spending less one thing that i know is big on your radar is to encourage parents to take this opportunity to initiate summer school for the kids (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's friendly. Because <laughs> we haven't done it. I mean, why not just continue the homeschooling? It's gone so well. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, basically what I did, it was actually, um, it, it's kind of a family approach to summer school. So I am doing a series all summer for my clients. And it's open to anybody who wants to get onto our um, list for the blogs we're going to be doing and the activities that we're going to be pushing out each month. But oh, cool. You know, essentially, we are, I'm sure some of us will be vacationing this summer, but we're not going to be doing it like we used to. And we will probably be spending a lot more time with our families. And if there's one thing that this pandemic has really, I think, brought to light is just how much we cherish the people that we care about, especially our families. And, you know, just how quickly we can be completely thrown off course Mm. when something happens that we're unprepared for. So, 
our focus this summer is to try to start to have conversations, whether it be with your parents or if you are an older individual, having discussions with your adult children. And then, of course, you know, parents that are our age that are have that have younger children, having discussions with them about money and about why we make decisions that we are. People's households have been completely disrupted on so many different levels, yeah. whether it's, you know, having to make healthcare decisions or just thinking about having to make healthcare decisions because we all heard about the pandemic and who it affects the most. And I'm sure every one of us immediately thought of parents or family members that were either older or had pre-existing conditions. Sure. And, um, so what we're trying to do is to use this opportunity for good. So silver linings and everything that we can try to at least start to have those conversations. And with the kids, I think that this is really important because especially those kids that, you know, we've been homeschooling and it's going to be tough for them if things get back to quote unquote normal in September to Mm. go back to school into that setting. So I think it's important to keep some education going through the summer and they've watched this. So this is perfect. You're no longer teaching from an abstract position. Mm. You're Ah, actually teaching them, you know, in something that they understand. So they've watched the fact that either maybe mom or dad have lost their jobs or there's been furloughs explaining to them, we haven't gone to restaurants in weeks and what that means to people that have lost their jobs and opening back up and just being able to actually have a tangible way to now say, okay, this is how it affects you when you are budgeting or let's say there's a good chance that you can't afford to do the things that you were doing before. This is why. And I think it's a great way to utilize what was and still is a a horrendous situation that we've all been through to try and educate kids and, um, and again, have those family discussions Uh that we can take this and and use it. Total teachable moment. Yeah. So you, okay. I know you're going to cover a lot in the, in these courses in this seminar, but if you today on the show could give us one of the most important money lessons we should be starting to discuss with our kids or teach our kids. What would that be? Uh, I think the biggest thing is to to teach by including. Uh. So you're obviously not going to sit down and tell your children exactly how much you make per year or how much you have in your 401k. But I do think that having them be a part of your monthly bill paying and explaining to them what a mortgage is and, you know, how we go about buying cars, things like that. It doesn't Mm. have to be something where it's extremely detail-oriented. It's just, okay, this is, it's adding and subtracting. And if they're involved in that decision-making process, it's, it's going to make things that become bigger decisions, like, can I have a car? How much can we afford to pay for college? they'll understand that you're not just being mean Mm -hmm. and you're not just saying that they can't have the BMW when they turn 16 or they, you know, they can't go to the $80,000 a year um, college because, because you just don't want to send them there. (laughs) Right. So So, instead of that, shooing them out of the room when you're doing your bills. Yeah. It's more of inviting them into the room at the table. Exactly. And I'm how sure you, based on their age, I would imagine, is, you know, how deep you want to get with them, you know. And of as, course. As they're growing, they, they get it, they see it, then some of those 
why can't I questions will not come up as much. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, by the way, this isn't stuff they're learning in school for the most part. So this Hmm. is really not just going to help your conversations with them about what's happening within your household, but it's hopefully going to prep them for the huge decisions they'll be making when they get into college. So there's a lot of kids out there that think, all right, I'll just take the debt on for college. I'll worry about it later. And they don't realize we have you know, an entire generation of kids that are saddled with so much debt. So- you remember they talked to that lady, Sandy, uh, was it earlier this week, who she finally paid off the big bill, the big debt? Oh, oh. Erica, you was- will love this. So we're starting to, when people pay off big bills, we're starting to give them a shout out, help them celebrate on the air with us. So this woman oh, said fun. she finally made her last college loan payment uh-huh. and how awesome it felt. What is it, 16 years or something like yeah. that? Oh, it's, yeah, it's a long time. Oh, it's a God. really long time. And <laughs> it, it's important for, if you can start out young, getting them, and obviously college debt, there, there is nothing wrong with debt that is necessary. Mm-hmm. So most people can't slap cash down on the table and buy a house. Most people, it's hard for them to buy a car with cash. As long as it's done properly, there's nothing wrong with it. And that's important to also teach kids because uh-huh. you don't want them to fear debt either, but you want them to understand the difference between necessary debt and just bad debt. All and, right. so you know, me- college loans are college loans. We all, we've all had them. What is the, uh, you've got some webinars coming up for people to look at also, and then how do they yeah. get in on this program? So we're, so, you know, the best thing to do is if you email me, at erica.cummings at rbc.com, it's E-R-I-C-A. If you want to either get on our mailing list, you'll receive everything at that point. You'll get the blogs that we're sending out, and you'll be able to get the activities that we're going to be putting up every month. And then there'll also be information coming out. The the webinar is July 9th. It's the same one we did in June. Um, It's basically going from um, chaos to clarity. Uh, it's, that's essentially what it is. All right. um, and so they'll be able to get all that information if they reach out. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much. We will talk to you on Monday. To all of you, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Have a wonderful weekend. Stay healthy. Stay safe.